announcements, and I was walking by the room and, you know, trying just to mess with him. And then I must have messed with him too much because the sound didn't come out. So it's my fault. So, Katie, this is all my fault. <laughs> so, Ron, I'm sorry. It's just I don't get a chance. He's, he usually messes with me. He puts bloopers up there and all that stuff. I didn't get a, you know, so this was my chance, to, but it didn't work out real well for me. Well, you know, God is so good. He does so many amazing things. You don't want to miss the harvest party. That's so much fun. Got a lot of good cooks in this church. And and plus, if you like chili, there's usually half dozen or more different kinds of chili. From We've seen like a white sauce chicken chili to like burn your lips off chili to, uh, you know, clean out your innards chili and to, to st- stuff that you'd put on your coney. Man, there's some chili. Somebody made one one year, and all I was screaming at me was, get me a hot dog, because I just wanted to put that on top of that. I mean, just some really good stuff, and there's a lot of good cooks. So, And plus, gives Pastor Kim and I just a chance. I mean, just we, you know, we just go around, and we just sit and talk to everybody. Gets a chance just to say hi and find out how things are going. Bring some lawn chairs. Uh, we will have tables and stuff there, you know, to put the food and whatnot on. But, you know, if you have a camping chair or lawn chair, those are good to bring as well. And, you know, I know Rob Shrek is in the building, and I'm not going to tell him to bring his no-bake peanut butter cookies. Not going to say anything about those. So just wanted to make sure that I don't mention that today. And sorry, Rob. <laughs> I'll buy the peanut butter, okay? <laughs> those, those things are, Jesus would eat those cookies, I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, uh, you know, this, this has been, um, you ever have any seasons that are just challenging? Anybody besides me? There's things that, you know, when you, when you pastor or when you do whatever you do, whatever, you, you know, the enemy is always, if it's something that's good for the kingdom of God, the enemy doesn't want that to succeed. How many would agree with that? He, he's going to fight. The enemy's never going to just roll over and go, you know what, go ahead, take the city. I'm going to give her up. He's not going to do that. But the Bible says that we have to take that by force. The Bible says that we've got to use our faith and we've got to get out there and do some stuff. Well, in the middle of this last week, just, you know, be really honest, I had another message I had already worked and planned on doing today and God changed my message. So he's got me on a whole different thing that he wants me to talk about today. And uh, and I I said, all right, Lord, I mean, I need, could you clarify, make sure I heard you right? And he, he was pretty clear on this. Turn to your neighbor and say loyalty. So, you know, sometimes when we do stuff, we, we, we say things, but we don't really understand sometimes of what we say or what we are agreeing to or what we know is right. Sometimes our, our view can be skewed. How many knows in everything there's usually two sides? You know, I, mean, I, I grew up with one sibling. She's sitting right there. And she was awesome, awesomely ornery against me. No, she was awesome. But if you had, you know, there's sometimes I was, I was getting a whoop and I didn't even know what for. I was asking, what I do? <laughs> I know you're spanking me, mom, but I don't know what I did. You know what you, if you don't know, I'm not going to tell you. That's a real good one. <laughs> Your sister told me what you do. I'm sure she did. As soon as she tells me, I'll figure all that out. But, you know, there's always, things just happen, and I get it. But God wants me to talk about loyalty. I want you to be able to see some things just so that you know. You know what I mean? Sometimes just, the Bible says, if you know the truth, the truth. And we're talking about the truth of the Word of God. 
We're talking about God's word. We're talking about the ultimate plumb line. We are talking about the truth line. You know God's truth. We got freedom. Because that knows, then we know what side to stand on. Say amen to that. So here's what we're doing. We're going to talk about loyalty. We believe that God has put this church here. I didn't go looking for this building. The building came looking for me. That's a true statement. I didn't, and matter of fact, when it came looking for me, I said, I don't want it. That's a true statement, too. Are you interested in the moose? Nope. Sure not. Went home and told my wife, you never believe. I just got asked. I was on a hospital visit. If I was interested in moose, and my wife said, what'd you tell him? I said, <laughs> I said, no. She goes, what? I've been praying for that building for years. Women are mysterious. <laughs> but what she'd been praying, I said, why didn't you tell me? She said, well, you know, we go by there. She goes, I kind of did. Remember a few years ago? Like, how many knows that women can remember everything? They can re- she, remember when you talked to me? Remember what you wore? You got that chicken sandwich on wheat bread. Remember when Wendy's did wheat bread buns? Remember you bought that chicken sandwich and you had on that brown shirt? And you had the... I don't even know if I was in the Long John's. I can remember eating a sandwich. That's how important food is. You know, I remember the sandwich. I don't know. But you know, she remembers everything. She said, we went by here and it was busy. There's people and this is what she said. She said it out loud because I remember her saying, she said, God... We need a church to be alive like that where there's life, where people go in and out and come in and they find life. Instead of, you know, we want them to find something. And I'm not saying, no, so because this is, people are going to see this live or whatever. I'm not saying the moose didn't do anything right. So that's not what I'm saying. I'm not against the moose. I'm just talking about we need eternal results with Jesus. So just to clarify, so you people that are moose people, All right, I'm just drawing the plumb line. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so here's what's happened. That's how we, you know. But we have to stay loyal to what God has called us to. We have to stay loyal to the cause. David was good at that. Said, is there not a cause? Man, he just, you know, he'd see something and he knew if it was God. He's like, okay, I'm in. So today today we're going to look at loyalty. And this is why we have to have a little bit of a culture shift. We have to change the culture. We have to change our mindsets. And sometimes if we think one way, you know, for years, and you, you grew up this way. When I was in school, they told us this story where, remember where Columbus, you know, sailed because they used to believe the world was flat and you'd get to a certain part and you'd just fall off because nobody had been there. They said, you can't go, nobody could run the mile faster than this. And yet somebody finally did. And now several people, many people have done that. Sometimes we just, our minds have to be, we got to expand on what God is trying to tell us. There's going to be a culture change because he didn't put us here. Now, I'm not saying he doesn't, so please, moose people, I hate to say that that way. Rabbit season, duck season, I'm not doing that. (laughs) What I'm saying is the reason he put us here is because he wants to change lives for the kingdom. We could have stayed where we were. They didn't ask us to leave. We could have had more multiple services over there. But God said, I want you to be here. And it came to us. And, and they were very cooperative. We worked with them very well. And they, they're, they're good folks. So you can see I'm digging myself out of that hole. So it's all good. 
But this is what I want you to understand. We are to be contributors, not consumers. Contributors, not consumers. In other words, we're going to contribute. We're going to, we're going to, our time, our efforts to the kingdom. We're not just, this church doesn't exist for us. Just, I mean, like me, 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 me. That's not why we're here. We're here to reach people that don't know Jesus. And if somebody needs my seat, they can have it. Because I know Jesus. That's why we're here. We're here to make a difference. We kicked off youth. We had, we, the first week we had eight students. Last week we had 13 and it's growing. Last week we had eight guests in service and we ran out of stuff. Gifts. My own fault because, you know, I just, I didn't, didn't think ahead and buy more. I, they told me, hey, we're getting low. And I was thinking low might mean we have 15, 25 left or whatever. Nope. Got rid of them all last week. So this week, if you're a guest, we do have a gift for you. Picked them out myself. No, I didn't. We do have a gift for you. Uh, and then once we get the other, you know, we just have to order some more stuff. So, and, and again, my bad on that. But that's a great thing because people are actually seeing. We have consistent watchers now on Facebook that are watching us live. So hi to our Facebook fans. But once here, soon as we can, we're going to get it on our website. So it'll be live streamed on our website. God is doing something and he's doing it through the, the people, the folks that are right here. We're changing our culture. Here's our... our uh, Scripture for today. And this is the only one pretty much that, I, that we're going to j- jump off of. <clears throat> Everyone must submit to governing authorities. For all authority comes from God. And those in positions of authority have been placed there by God. So anyone who rebels against authority is rebelling against what God has instituted. And they'll be punished. For the authorities do not strike fear in people who are doing right, but in those who are doing wrong. Would you like to live without fear um, of the authorities? Do what is right, and they will honor you. The authorities are God's servants. Sent to your good, but if you're doing wrong, of course you should be afraid, for they have the power to punish you. They are God's servants sent from the very purpose of punishing those to do what is, those who do what is wrong. So submit, uh, you must submit to them not only to avoid punishment, but also to have a clear conscience. So we're going to talk about loyalty. So if I'd ask the question, are you loyal, most of us would say, well, sure I am. I'm loyal. Let me ask you a few questions. Let's help define it. Do you follow instructions when somebody else is giving them to you? Now, I've been in places. I've been on staff at churches. Sometimes it's hard. They'll tell you to do something, and, I, and if you don't agree, do you comply? As long as it's not sin, it's not wrong, but it's just not your way. See, it's going to get quiet in here today, but you've got to love me. I hope you still love me, but I've got to do this. So I hope you know I'm, I'm doing this because, you know, frankly... The enemy is after the body. And he's after this one. And he's trying to shake everybody that will be shaken. And if you want to know the truth, I'm not having it. So that's what I'm doing. Here's the other question. If you hear something about a situation, do you trust your leadership? Do you talk to them about it or do you talk to everyone else? When your leader gives you something to do that you really don't want to do... How do we respond? Do you take an assignment and run with it, or do you get offended and complain about those that are around you? Let me ask you the question again. Are you loyal? So again, that's what we're looking at. God has put people over us in authority. He's put people over me to help me, to mold me, put people over you. We're not here to, to hurt anybody. We're here to help. We're here to help mold and to, to do the kingdom of God, protect and mentor. Now, I just want you to understand, pastors are people too. 
I do not do everything right. I want to do everything right. My heart is to do everything right. I probably don't handle every situation right. I'm human. I put my pants on the same way you do, one leg at a time. Every time I get on the stage, every time I get on the platform, it's kind of like I've, I've got a target, the leader, whether it's me or somebody else. We've been in services where I have people down there and they got their Bible. If I say anything, they're like, boy, you better be right. Really? Give me a break. Obviously, I do need to be right. But if you are looking for something, how many knows if you're looking for a fence, you're going to find it? Because somebody's going to say something or that you don't understand or didn't like. We need to change the culture. Father, help me learn from those that are above me or that are helping. Not above is a better than, but just in an authority. Pride is not an issue if we don't have any issue with that. It doesn't have to be our way. When I grew up, there were people who said, oh, I learned that in the school of hard knocks. Anybody ever been to that school? Sometimes you learn more by what you did wrong. Isn't that right? They asked Thomas Edison, how'd you figure out the light bulb? He goes, I, I, I learned by my failure. I learned what didn't work. So then I knew what would. Sometimes I've done something wrong. And you ever do it wrong and then you do it wrong again? Oh, man. I got a t-shirt on that. But then I figured it out. Don't do that. Maddie, on the way to church, true story, on the way to church, told her. Now, we had a van. Vans were made by God for mothers that can get out of their seat, get back to their kids while the van is moving. (laughs) Maddie, she was just little. She always wanted to, I don't know why, she loved bare feet. She wanted to take her shoes and stuff. You keep your shoes on. We're on our way to church. We look back. There's those little toes. Kim would say, Madeline. And she put her shoes on. And, that, and finally we said, if you take those off again, you're going to get spanked. Pastor spanks his kids. Yes, we did. When they deserved it, we sure did. Six times she got spanked on the way to church. Six. 28 miles and six times. And that's not counting the times that we said before we spanked you. You do that again. And the kids, her siblings are like, Maddie! <laughs> because for them, they get to hear the siren. <laughs> but then she, we put her shoes back on, and in a minute, you know, finally she got that. But it took six times plus the warning times. What we need to understand, sometimes there's folks that just think life is just about them. It's just about them. And, and we have to understand, as a contributor, it's okay to be a consumer. There's times that you need to, to be ministered to. So please, don't misunderstand me. But as a whole, as a kingdom, as a servant, as a believer of Jesus, we serve. That's what we do. A true servant is about putting others first. If we have the other attitude, if it's just about us, U-G-L-Y, you ain't got no alibi, you ugly. (laughs) You ugly. It's not about us. It never was. It's about something. You know, the Bible says in Mark, talks about signs. You know what a sign is? A sign just points to something bigger than us. 
So as a believer in Christ, we just keep pointing to Jesus. If we, if we touch somebody and, and God heals them, that's who healed them. God did. I just was the jumper cable. I'm just the guy that does the work of the, of the man, the father. That's me. That's you. Somebody, you tell somebody about Jesus, you're the messenger. You're the one, you're the ambassador that says, I, I brought you good news. The Bible says that we've been given a trust and we prove loyal. We are required to be loyal to a person who gave us that trust and responsibilities. <clears throat> when I left the Assemblies of God, their biggest concern, and I left on good standing. I have a letter that says I left in good standing. So if you're, oh, he left the Assemblies. Well, because I came back to town because he told me to start a church. There was already an AG church here and they weren't going to put another one. So their biggest concern was that I didn't go down the street from where I was and start another church and pull people from that one. That was their biggest concern. I was going 50-some miles away. They were okay with that. We have to understand... The people that God has put in your life above you that you learn from, that you figure things out with, that help... Get you Claritin clear, so to speak. You know, I can't see that. Now I can see that. You know, they help us with that stuff. We, we need to understand, without God using them. You know, we've, had, we've seen people come and go. And we need to understand, I'm not anything special. I'm the pastor, but I'm the under-shepherd of Jesus. I'm just trying to do what he's telling me to do. But I want to, like, with, say with Pastor Gary, I, I wouldn't go a mile from Pastor Gary's church and start another church when he's been my headship because most of what I've learned in faith has come from him, it seems like. You know what I'm saying? So I would honor that and respect that. And understand that God used that man to develop my spiritual life. Are we on the same page? So when it comes to church here, or wherever you go to church, then we respect those and we honor those. And we don't want to, to sow or do anything in discord to interrupt what God is doing. Because you don't ultimately answer to the pastor. You ultimately answer to God. And so does he, the pastor. People want to be promoted. And so sometimes in society, we just, you know, we just step on people getting up the ladder. If we don't get up quick enough, or I didn't do this quick enough. They think that if they can get out of you what they can get out of you and then move on. Now, I'm not accusing anybody in here of doing that. I don't have anybody in my mind while I'm thinking this. So I'm just giving you examples. Loyalty is the pathway to promotion. Let me, you, you know, and I, they don't know I'm going to do this, so I'm just going to do it because I, I love this family. Wyatt's have been with me for 18 years. 18 years. I've been their pastor at another church. When I came here, all they said was, we're going to buy a house, we're moving. I wasn't God, I didn't tell them to do that, but I've been with them for 18 years. I remember when Rihanna was, well, Rihanna's back there now. Oh, there she is. Die. Hey. I don't even know what she looks like now. Rihanna who? You're not Rihanna. Yeah. 
I remember when she was born. I remember when they brought her in. She was just, you know, I remember when Tristan was little in Dakota and, you know, and, and the 85 other kids that they fostered or adopted. I don't remember all their names, but man, they've had a slew of them. But what I'm telling you, if you get in Webster's Dictionary and you look up loyalty and you look up faithfulness, you will find her name and Bill's name. Crazy loyal. Yeah, give it up for them. I just love them. What I'm saying is they understand the cause. They understand the kingdom. Uh, Do they make mistakes? Sure they do. So do I. So everybody does. But you don't go and talk to them about bad about their church or about their pastor because she will shut you down like a fat kid on cake. <laughs> she will. <laughs> I'm sorry, honey. <laughs> it was right there. I just wanted to say it. She told me, she said, you can't use that one. <laughs> I just, what I'm telling you is this. If you entertain discord, if you entertain dysfunction, if you entertain gossip, you'll get it. And people will come to you. If you don't entertain it, they will stop. We pastored a church when we first started, my first senior pastorate. There was all kinds of stuff going on. And my wife stood up and said, this is what she said. She said, don't even come to me. You come to me with anything like that, we'll go to that person and all of us together. We'll get the truth right out on the table. They never came to her for any of that. You know why? Because she said, not going to accept it. Not going to go that route. Loyalty is the pathway to promotion. For us to find that out, I'm going to go through these quickly, okay? We're going to look at what disloyalty looks like so that we can see what loyalty looks like. Sometimes we just look at the other side. So, a little change. So, let's unpack this together. Number one, our first step in looking at disloyalty. Folks that are being disloyal, they operate in an independent spirit. Now, independent spirit doesn't necessarily always mean bad, but it means if it's going against what God is doing in the house, that can be a problem. We always got to remember whose we are. It's not about us, so just remember that. Loyal followers seek to please leadership and God and, and figuring all that out. They follow instruction and they desire to be problem solvers, not problem makers. Independent spirits a lot of times want to do things their own way. They begin to do things a little bit differently. And, you know, we like to do it with our leaders. This is what we like to tell our leaders. You have freedom and a framework. We try to give you like, you know, because you have gifts that I don't have. Or you have, you have ways that you're going to reach people I can't do. So I'm going to tell you, here's some, here's some don'ts. Don't do this. You know, this is outside of the vision of, of the churches. But inside that vision, man, let God use you. Let God do, you know. And so that's cool. That's, that's good. But, you know, I, I've been with people. I had a, a friend of mine who, he, he was on staff at a church, and the pastor, now, and again, to me, this is petty stuff, but do you understand that the enemy will get the smallest thing just to get dysfunction going? He'll do anything. It's just like if you ever get something in your shoe that's just something small and you got to walk, after a while you're like, i got to get that pebble out of my shoe because why? It's just tiny. Or how about if you get a hangnail and you rip it off, your whole hand is going, whoa, whoa. And it's just some tiny little stupid thing. But they told, this is what the pastor said. I want you to put everything right here. Here's how I want these chairs. I want these set up right like that. And he didn't like that. He's on staff. He didn't like that. You know, my first thought is, dude, he's the boss. Just put him how he wants him. 
he wouldn't do it. He, he no longer stayed on staff because he would do the chairs just a little different. Just so he could say, I did it my way. That pastor would walk in and go, these aren't what I said. He goes, oh, well, I, I was trying. I was just, you know, I think it's better this way. No, do it this way. So the pastor finally marked, put tape on the floor. Now, you might say, you know, that's just being a little nuts. Okay, I'm not that pastor. So just so you know, and this didn't happen here, just give me an example. But he refused. He, guess what? He got relieved. Bottom line, you can say, well, that pastor's wrong. No. Pastor was in leadership. If that's how he wanted the chairs, he's the pastor. Let him put the chairs how he wants them. You can like that or not, but I'm just telling you, God works through headship. And so just let him put the chairs. It's, you know, it's not a big deal. Just do what you're told. But he didn't, and so that's what happened. Independent spirit. Here's the second. If you have an independent, or excuse me, if you're practicing disloyalty, they take offense easily. You get offended at the slightest thing. Just get offended. Uh, during. Let's just be honest. Everybody in here, at one time or another, you're going to get offended. You're either going to get mad at somebody, or they're going to get mad at you, or you're going to get mad because somebody else is mad. How many knows that happens a lot? And that is the stuff that, you know, we have to be careful of. Because if someone else gets, you'll take up their offense and you'll be mad. Do you know there's people that don't even know exactly what they're mad about? But you're mad, so they're mad. We had people in one church we were on staff with. They didn't speak for years. And I'm just a staff pastor. So I went and said, what are you guys mad at? They don't know. They don't remember. That's stupid. That's not just being dumb. That's just plain stupid. They're not in, well, they know what they did, but yeah, obviously you don't. They take offense easily. Loyal people forgive and move on. Turn to your neighbor and say, next. People are imperfect. As soon as you walked into church, it's not perfect. As soon as I came in, it's not perfect. We're people. We got problems. Sometimes we bring in baggage. There's a monster in there. We have all these issues or whatever, and we just do stuff. And sometimes we do it, and then sometimes it's out of our mouth, and we go, and I know I am not the only one that wished, shouldn't have said that, like the fat kid on cake thing. Get me forgived. (laughs) That's what Charles would say. But disloyal people take it personally. And then if challenged on it, they get offended even more. How dare you challenge me? Well, I get challenged all the time. Doesn't mean that somebody's against you. Maybe they just don't understand. How many knows that most time when you're offended at something or something is going wrong, you don't have all the information? And there's always two sides to every story. The Bible even says one side seems right until you hear the other side. Disloyal people make mountains out of molehills. They are the walking wounded. They used to say, don't try to pet a hurt dog because he'll bite you. You ever heard the phrase, hurting people hurt people? Because they're wounded, they're hurt. So if you say, hey, can I help you? No, you can't help me. You didn't do anything to cause it. 
You know, a lot of times people are upset. You probably didn't do anything to cause it. Somehow, in their mind, you did. <clears throat> you have to deal with those things because if you don't, they will follow you. If, if you leave this church offended and you don't take care of it, you will leave your next church offended because you will find a reason to be offended. The enemy will make sure of it. He'll throw that bait out for you all over the place. And it will get in other areas of your life. It'll form bitterness. and You just don't need that. And again, I'm not saying everything, I do everything right. I, I don't. I'm, I'm human. Um, but I am saying God reigns in this place. And he will continue to reign as long as I have breath. Our third thought on the path to disloyalty is disloyal people become passive. All of a sudden they don't show up. They don't do things. They, their giving falls clear off. They, they start doing, you know, whatever. And just so that you know, I don't check people's giving. I'd have to have a really good reason for me to do that. I don't know what you make. I don't know what you give. I don't check any of that stuff. Do I think you should tithe? You betcha. But that's a hard issue with you and God. I will teach you the truth. I just expect you to follow it. I want you to follow it. If you don't, I don't reap those consequences. Does that make sense? I just want you to be loyal to the Lord. So I'm going to teach you that. But I don't, I don't look at that stuff. I, I'd have to have a reason to do that. But offended people become passive. They don't want to put much effort forth. And this is what happens. They don't want to do anything. And then if you don't ask them because they don't want to do anything, they're offended because you didn't ask. You think I'm kidding? I'm not. It's a lose-lose situation on this side, except that I love this scripture. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Love it. Romans 8, 28, love it. All things work together for good, for them that love God and are called according to his purpose. Check it out. All things. It doesn't say all things are good. It says all things will work together for my good. This is the part I like. For them that love God and are called according to his purpose. Now, if you're sitting out there today and going, I like that shirt. That's a TLC shirt. These are, that's like a really cool cloth. And they got something on the arm as well. My wife's got one on. $25, you can go to the website. And that'll take care of it for you. We can get all that ordered. But there's a plug for the shirt. But I'm just saying, we're called according to his purpose. We have a reason for what we do. God, we... You know, and if the reason isn't your reason because you're centered on you, I love you, but I can't help that. Loyal people are always doing things for others. They are contributors. They're helping, serving, supporting, whatever is needed in time and energy. Offended people pull away. Just remember, the devil is into isolation. God is into insulation. The devil wants to isolate you. God wants to insulate you from the inside Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. Get God's word inside you and get insulated. And the truth will make you free. It will set you free. But if we get isolated, then we tend to be, we make our own selves outcasts. I have some people that say, you know what, I don't have any friends. But you don't ever try to make friends. You don't talk to anybody. You don't do anything like that. If you want to have friends, you have to what? Be friendly. We have to put our hand to stuff. We have to start saying, God, help me to do the things you want me to do. 
Here's number four. They become overly critical. They talk about the problem instead of the solution. This is what's wrong. This is what he did. This is what she said. He said, she said, they did. This is what they did, blah, 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 blah. They talk about all that. They blame leadership. They, they never take responsibility. Maybe they're wrong. They never take that. What if they've heard that wrong? What if they don't have all the information? What if they don't trust their leadership and they just take that and they just run with it? They could have done it better. It should have been handled different. And there may be cases it could have been handled different or maybe should have been. But again, if it's never dealt with, they openly voice and question the leader's decision. And like we said before, there's two sides to every story. The flip side of that, loyal people always know that there could be problems and they play a role in helping fix those. You know, one thing, and again, I'm just using Bill and Christina. I can go to Christina and I could tell her, Christina, I need to find out an answer for this. I need this and give her one item. And she'll bring me back like 500 things. Here's the item you wanted and here's 499 more that might be something you might be interested in. I mean, she'll just go above and beyond. And that's, that's an amazing trait in a good way. She's just great like that. She always knows there's a role. Can I help? Can I do this? Can I do that? And I have many people like that. I have the best secretary in the world. I just tell her, this is what I need. If I tell her I need 500 letters to go out on this, and she'd just be like, okay. I don't have to handwrite those, do I? <laughs> no, she was typing. <laughs> but loyal people understand the cause and vision and support it completely. They see the glass half full, not half empty. They could say, yeah, there's a lot of things that aren't right, or I wish we had this, or I wish this was done. But they don't focus on that. What they focus on is what God is doing and what he's already done. They focus on where we're heading and what God is doing there. They trust their leader. Phase five of being disloyal, they get political. And this is where it gets a little more dangerous. They no longer just criticize the leadership to the closest around them. Then they launch out and they begin to build a case. They get others to follow. Even some from the congregation they draw in or they're trying to draw in to feed the machine, so to speak. They build a forum for their complaints. They need justification. When they have a group, they have a tendency more, there's power in numbers, we'll strike then, or whatever. They make it very plain and known at that point. I was on staff, and I was a uh, larger church. Mal got to go to Christian school there. I was the gym teacher. I was the Royal Ranger commander. I was the worship leader, I was the youth pastor, the assistant pastor, and the school counselor. I had a lot of hats, and I was just like, whoo, okay, was being the youth leader, the guy that I took the youth over, he was the sectional leader of that entire section, and he did a great job. I mean, he, he did a great job. He built that group up, okay, but how many know, you know, if you go in and replace somebody, you ain't that person. There's great literature for you or etiquette. You ain't that person. <laughs> no, I wasn't him. So I mean, I you know, so I went in and the pastor would not allow me to make any change at all. Nothing. Nada. Zippo. Can't change the name. You can't do anything different. I mean, I might as well have just been his name. Finally it got down to the point where I just said, if you don't allow me to do what God has want me to do, 
freedom in the framework. You tell me what I can't do, and I'll do what I can. Then you need to go find this dude because he left. You need to go hire him back and let me go on my way. And he's okay. You can do it. So I did. I made some changes. And I grew that group. When I first started, the first time I preached there, 53 students. I grew it down to about 19 and 20. But let me just say, there was a shaking going on. But I wasn't about to change because God had given me what I needed to do. And I remember coming off a service, and I walked into my office, and there was a forum in there. And there was actually more than four of them. (laughs) There was about six. And I walked in my office, and they were waiting on me. And this is the first thing I said. It's a true story. I turned around and said, who's got the rope? And they all just looked at me. Because let me tell you, I am not all that in a bag of chips. But I will tell you, if God's told me to do it, it don't matter. My wife can tell you that. So they stood there, and -and so-and-so said this, and -and so-and-so said that, and you've made these changes, and we can't stand it, and ra-da-da-da-da, and yucka-ducka-duka, and whatever they said. In essence, I just said, I appreciate it. Appreciate your feedback. And the lady said, you're going to make the changes? I said, no. She said, I'm leaving. I understand that. That group went from 19 or 21 to when we, at one point, we had 95 students. There's a shaking going on. But God's looking for loyal people. He's looking for people that are going to say, you know what, I'm going to stay true to the cause. Here's number six. We're almost finished. Disloyal people are deceived. They're almost always deceived. Many of them suffer from amnesia. They forget how good it was, what God had done for them, whether it's this place or whatever. But let's just use this place. Where disloyalty is going on, they forget how good God has been. They forget what God has taught them. They forget what God has done. And they, all the enemy does is put what's in the forefront in front of them. And that's what they see. Understand that God uses people. He always has. He always will. But understand, it's whose you are. Now, if your leader's not following God, by all means... If you don't agree with the vision of the church, you don't agree that we should go after the unsaved and the de-churched and all that, that's okay. Then there's probably another church for you because that's what we're doing. You know, it's no question if you're like, oh, what happened? So-and-so left. I don't see this person. I'm just telling you, the mantle and the vision of this church is to reach the unsaved is to go after people that don't know Jesus and people that maybe won't go back to church again because they were hurt because they don't understand even some of what I'm telling you today. But as God is my witness, this thing is going to explode. He's going to do so many great things and you'll be glad you, you stayed for the ride. The enemy is the father of lies. He's all about deception. And it moves us to our next phase if you're disloyal. Rebellion. They rebel. They openly rebel and they start telling others, hey, look, this is what they did. 
This is what they did. He or she did this or did that or whatever. They'll put it on Facebook. Do you know Facebook? You don't need to air your dirty laundry on Facebook. I took Facebook off my phone. I've had it off my phone, put it on my phone. I just get tired of the drama. I just took it off my phone again. If I'm going to get on Facebook, I'm just going to do it in here at the office with the secretary and my wife. I just, I can't take it. I mean, I like it to some extent, but to the rest, it's just, for me, it's, that's for me, I guess. Every time you talk to certain individuals, they're going to take you on the journey of how they were hurt. This is what they did. This is this. Or they're always bitter. There's always, you, you can feel the cringe in their, their spirit and in their mouth and in their flow and how they, their body language. They, they disperse it. They, they let it go out. They curse it. They nurse it. They rehearse it. That's all they do over and over again. If they were wronged and someone was wronged, then get over it. Go confront that and let's get the thing out on the table and fix it. Dear God, let's fix it. Does everybody have to leave a church because they get all upset? Let's fix it. People are people. It's it's not. Our country has lived through world wars. People dying for freedom. This is petty. So we can worship a true God. Birds of a feather flock together. How many have heard that? (laughs) You'll find somebody that will agree with you. And pretty soon you get a group form. Like the forum that was in my office. Yeah. Yeah, he changed those things. Yeah, I did. Because there's a new sheriff in town. I'm not that guy. I can't be that guy. They attract others and they form a posse. Or in my case, at that time, a lynch mob. <laughs> Felt like Clint Eastwood and hang him high. <laughs> but what happens is this gets vicious because they don't really understand how this works. They get people that like their complaint. that They, they foster it at first and then it festers. And what happens when it festers, these same people that were all on there, they'll get offended sooner or later at each other or at the one. Because that's how it works. Because they're not stable on what they're, what is the truth. And it's like getting, like, it's like an animal caught in a trap. Sooner or later, he's going to chew his foot off. God's going to take care of all of it. This is what I told the Lord. I'm like, on the way to taking Maddie to work, or, you know, uh, yesterday, they're like, this is pastor appreciation. I'm like, great, I get to speak on loyalty. What I'm trying to tell you is you are valuable. You are the true riches of the kingdom. And if the enemy can come in and sew you apart by words of lies or whatever, if you hear something, if you hear something about somebody what said something or that Pastor Kim and I handled it wrong, will you have the guts to come and ask me? I'll tell you. If I'm wrong, I'll tell you I'm wrong. I'd tell them I was wrong. But I'm just telling you, God loves you more than you, we would ever know. So much that he only created one of you. And that he sent his son Jesus to die if it was just you. And you tell me this is not worthy of the cause? I have one point left. 
there's always going to be a road of decision or a time to choose. An action is needed. Because sooner or later, we're all confronted with stuff. We're all confronted with what side do we just choose this side. If I'm not on this side, you better be because then I'm on the wrong side. It's got to be this. It's got to be the word. It's got to be. That's the plumb line. That's what snapped. And God said, yes, I'll follow that. Everybody has a time of decision, a crossroads. Which side will you be on? James says it this way. Resist the devil and he'll flee. But before it says that, it says submit to God. All I'm asking is this. You don't have to submit to me if you don't want. But biblically, if I'm going to be your pastor, that's where that ends. But submit to God. Submit to him. And I just, I challenge you. You just see if God has not put this thing in place. We didn't go looking for this. God came to us and said, do this. All right, I'll do it. I, I, I love you. I had no plans on preaching this today. But God loves you even more than I could. There are people that have left this church recently. I didn't want them to leave. Didn't ask them to leave. They felt it was time. That's okay. If they leave correctly, I get it. If God's calling you somewhere else, I'm okay with that. But let's leave right. Let's do it the right way. There are people that have left right here. And that's, that's all good. But there are people that are offended. And they're going to let that rule their life. And that's wrong. They're more valuable than that. Not just to me, but to God. Bottom line is if, if it doesn't get taken care of, it'll follow them. And I can't change that. That's scripture. Okay, I'm off my soapbox. We lived on a farm. Two houses before had apple trees. I think nine in the front yard. And there'd be apples. There'd always be deer out there. But sometimes, you know, you'd see these good apples. I'd just get one of my boys. They were like monkeys anyway. Climb that tree. Shake that limb. <laughs> and I'd just get up there. Mm, you know, some of them good apples that you couldn't reach. They were on the ground. They, they fall to the ground. And we'd be like, yes. And then Kim would make something really good like an apple pie or, you know, whatever. Um, it was just awesome. Especially this time of year is awesome. The Bible says that... a you know, a good tree bears good fruit, a bad tree bears bad fruit. A bad tree can't bear good fruit, a good tree can't bear bad fruit. Also it talks about what's shaking. If, it, if you can be shaken, you better get a good grip. Now, just to put your mind at ease, there's not been any moral sin or anything like that. So just so that you, that's not what we're talking about. Just going to throw that out there before anybody starts going, <gasps> no. No. Uh, there's nothing like that going on. Uh, that's not what we're talking about. We're just talking about the enemy at work. And the people that are offended are great people. You need to hear that. We love them. So all I'm asking is for you to be loyal. You got any questions? And I can answer them. I'll answer them. I appreciate Glenn. Glenn called me. He had a question. He said, well, you've always taught me to go up and don't go out. So he called me and said, I got a couple questions. I answered him to the best of my ability. He said, all right, good enough.
We love you. I, I, I hope you understand I don't take this position lightly. We do every, everything we can to the best of our ability, Pastor and I, to love you with all our heart. And, you know, if somehow we've fallen short of that, it's not been our goal. But God is building. And, and you know, and if, and if there's things that need to happen and people need to go, I, I don't beg people to come. I'm not going to beg them to stay. I want them to stay because God put them here. Does that make sense? Would you bow your heads, close your eyes, please? Father, I just give you praise for these wonderful people. Lord, no fun to sometimes preach those kind of messages. I don't know, Lord, if there'll be backlash from that or not. If there is, so be it. But I'll pray that they'll hear my heart. Father, you'll penetrate that with love. So God, we ask each and every person... Lord, if maybe they don't know you like they want to, maybe they they need to just recommit their lives to your wonderful kingdom, to you and your son. And you're saying, PB, would you pray with me? I want you to just put your hand up, put it back down. I want to pray with you today. Anybody at all? Yes, sir. Yes. Yes. It's all good. Father, with these wonderful folks and maybe even those that wanted to raise their hand and didn't, I pray peace in their heart in the name of Jesus. Surround them 